You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode where I want to talk a little bit more to the idea of getting better with women. How do you know you're getting better? And I have a really good analogy that I came up with recently that I think is going to help you. And of course, you know, whenever I come up with something new or a better way to explain something, I'm going to do it here on the How to Talk to Girls podcast. And I wanted to talk about some idea behind how you're going to know if you're actually succeeding with women. Like, how do you know that things are going in the right direction. More importantly, how do you create a system in which you can get better, right? So I do have a coaching program where I'm coaching guys and helping them. Not everybody can do a coaching program. You might be thinking, well, I gotta be able to do this by myself in some way. Either way, whether you're doing a coaching program with me or you're doing it by yourself, you're gonna be going through a very similar type of situation here in terms of this system to get better and to put it all together to make it so it's working for you so you're actually getting results. So let's go into that now, and then we'll do some Q&A for people who have written in some questions and been kind enough to share their story with us. So how do you know if you're getting better with women? So this is an analogy I just came up with. I like to have this analogy of working out. It is a very great analogy to the process of meeting women. So when I say the process of meeting women, I'm mainly talking about meeting women in person and building attraction. So that can be through a cold approach or that can be through going on dates, right? So this is not gonna 100% apply to online dating, although it still can a little bit, uh, but more so I'm talking about the main process of when you're actually in front of a woman, right? That's, that's gonna be where it counts anyways. And of course, like I said, that can be done through doing cold approaches or when you're finally on a date with them because maybe you didn't do a cold approach. Maybe you did meet them from online, but you are now in front of them on a date, okay? So here's the analogy, okay? Imagine that doing the approaches or doing the dates is the workout, right? It's like when you go into a gym, you're lifting weights, you're working out to break down the muscle and then get stronger, right? So the approaches and the dates are doing that. Now, of course, when you do a workout and you want to build muscle, what do you have to do when you get home? If you are someone who works out, you probably have an answer in your head. It's very simple. What do you do? You got to eat protein, right? You got to eat protein. You have to have the right nutrition to then build your muscle, right? So in this analogy, think of your analysis and the content such as here on the podcast, or maybe it's the YouTube channel or maybe it's my hooked program or any of my other programs in my members area, right? So the information, that is the protein, okay? So I'll explain this again. I'll go a little slower here. When you're going out and you're doing approaches or you're on dates, that is like, okay, we're working out. We're doing the thing that we need to do to get better at this. But then if you're just doing that, but you're coming home and you're not going, okay, what did I do wrong? What could I have done better? Where did things kind of fall off? And then doing your research to then get better, right? It's like, okay, I'm going out and doing approaches, but like, man, I'm really... I feel like I'm not flirting with them enough, right? So this is your analysis when you come home from doing an approach or doing a date, right? You're coming home and you're saying, okay, nah, maybe I didn't flirt enough. I got to learn more about flirting. I got to learn more about building tension. All right, let me dive into the Hooked program and find that one video. Okay, let me go into the How to Talk to Girls podcast and find some of his episodes on flirting or the YouTube channel and find some stuff on flirting or dive into the 
the magnetic book and go into the chapter that talks about flirting and conversation. That's the protein. It's like if you do all your workout, but you don't eat protein, you're not going to build any muscle. If you're doing approaches and you're going on dates, but you're not trying to fix the little things that need to be fixed or tweaking, you're not going to get better. Okay. This is the analogy here. So what's the system for you? The system for you is, like I said, you're doing the in-person stuff, the approaches, you're doing going to parties, socializing, right? All the normal kind of like pickup stuff and you're going on dates and then you want to come home and you want to think about what you need to do to then get better at whatever it is that you did. Now, again, some people have a very tough time with that. That's where coaching might come in. But if you're doing this yourself, you might have an idea of this structure of, okay, I know that it's like open and then it's like get rid of that and approach anxiety, become more courageous. And then you're working on continuing conversation. Then you're working on building tension. Then you're working on escalating and closing. And then maybe you're working on, okay, how to become better at doing the same thing on dates. And then maybe you're working on, okay, how now? How do I escalate now to sex? Okay, how do I become awesome at sex? Okay, now how do I get into a relationship? How do I find the person who's going to be a good match for a relationship? How do I then have an awesome relationship? And then how do I have an awesome marriage, right? So it's like, I just gave you the whole breakdown of beginning to end. So if you're aware of the timeline of how things go, then you can say, okay, I know where I can work on this. I know where I can get better. This is a way to do this on your own if you don't have a coach behind you to catch your blind spots. So you need to do that analysis and content. So all the episodes I'm putting on the podcast, right, every single week, all the episodes I'm putting on my YouTube channel every single week, or access to my members area where I have all these different courses that teach you all this stuff in an organized way, that too is going to be the protein. It's going to be the way to analyze and see, okay, where can I get better? What can I do better? This is exactly what I did when I was first getting into this. This is exactly what I did. I would go out. I would do my best, and then I would find my sticking points. You ever heard that term sticking point? So you find your sticking points. Your sticking point, or I should say the awareness of your sticking point, is one of the most crucial things. Because if you have an awareness of what your sticking point is, then you know where to do some research, then you know where you can get better, and then you'll know where to drill whatever you need to drill on the next time that you're going out or going on a date. And again, this does apply to online dating, right? Of course, you can be doing online dating and results aren't happening. So you're doing the workout, you're putting in the swipes and you're doing your pictures and all that stuff, but then it's not really working and then you need to tweak from there. So it can be applied to that as well. I hope this helps you. I hope you understand kind of what I'm getting at here. This whole idea of you put in the work and then you come back and do the content and the analysis, i.e., or AKA, i.e., whatever, the protein, okay? So that's why if you right now are listening to this, whether you're listening to this right now on YouTube, TikTok, or the podcast, if you are just ingesting this content and you're not doing anything with it, you're really doing yourself a disservice. I mean, right, obviously, that's a very obvious statement, is that you're not gonna get any results by just listening or watching you're going to need to do something with this information. And I encourage you, and I feel like I haven't done this enough recently in the podcast, but I want to encourage you to use this stuff. You know, I have, I've had guys who have left reviews on my podcast who say, oh, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. It's like, well, that sounds like someone who didn't try the advice and they just kind of listened. And I don't need you to blindly believe me. You don't have to. You shouldn't. You shouldn't blindly believe anybody. Uh, great if the material resonates with you, but the point is, is go out and try it. Do something with this material. 
and see what comes of it. And then you can come back to it. But if you're just sitting here doing mental masturbation, and and by the way, I did a lot of mental masturbation when I was learning how to meet women. I would watch stuff all day. I would fantasize about being able to use the information, but I was too scared to actually put it into practice. So I understand that. For some guys, you want to keep listening to finally motivate you to make that first approach or whatever it may be. But then it came to a point where I said to myself, this is not getting me anywhere, right? I can't just keep watching all this stuff. I remember I was just taking in as much as I could, reading, watching, and doing nothing with it. And it wasn't until obviously that I put something to use that I started to make my journey. I started to make my way. And I want that to be the same for you as well. Use this stuff. Don't just sit on it. Don't just mentally masturbate to all this stuff. This should be used. All right. I want to go to Q&A. I hope that helps, by the way. I really do. Um, If it does, and this is helping you in this podcast is is getting you actual results, by the way. So I, w- I really want to hear from you guys who are using this, and I do from the Q&A, but it's nice to see it on a review too. So if you could leave me a review here on iTunes, that would be awesome, and I can hear some of your results. Like, let's hear some of your actual tangible results. That'd be so cool. I know that not everyone listens to iTunes. That's okay if you're on Spotify, Stitcher, wherever else you're listening to this. Uh, just sit back and, and enjoy. But on iTunes, if you're an iTunes listener, you have a duty, my friend. All right. So before we get into Q&A, I know I mentioned coaching a few times. I mentioned my Hooked program, my book. All the links for that are in the show notes if you want coaching. If you need help, there's plenty of options and you can get it. Coaching is available. Coachedbytrip.com is where to go. Again, link in the show notes. If you want to take my course, it's a video course called Hooked. Check that out, getherhooked.com. That can be a nice introduction to then get started into coaching. So you can start there or you can grab the book. Maybe you're a guy who likes to read. No problem. Grab the book. It's on audiobook. It's uh, it's on Amazon. It can get sent to you. You can also get it on Kindle. So all the options are available. The book is called Magnetic. Yes, I wrote it. No, I did not have a go. Ghostwriter. Uh, I did once have a ghostwriter for the very first version of Magnetic that I wrote back in 2015. And then I hated it because it really just wasn't my voice. So then a couple years later, when I had the time, I really sat down and I wrote it. And um, yeah, so it is me. And the audiobook is me too, which you'll hear. So if you like my voice, well, that'll be fun. Anyway, all those links in there. Let's go to Q&A. And of course, as always, if you need help and you want to get your question answered, you can do that here in the podcast. The way to do that is to email me, email me, trip at tripadvice.com, put in the pod, put in the subject line podcast question. All right, this one is from Samil. Here we go. Hi, Trip. I've been following your advice on cold approaching, and it has really transformed my confidence and ability to meet new women. I've also purchased a number of your programs. Thank you for your quality advice. Isn't that all very convenient? We were just talking about that. A total coincidence, for real. Okay, he goes on to say, I had a quick query. What is your take on getting the girl to organize the second date? I would propose it in a fun way, e.g., let's see who's more fun. That way you are seeing if they are engaged and willing to put in effort. Also, you get to see how their mind works and what they class as a fun date. My only concern is it may put off girls as it is too soon, i.e. maybe it takes a few dates to build attraction where the man is taking charge and putting the burden on them, so it might be too much. But then again, if they are interested, they would do it. It seems like a good filter between high versus low interest girls. Your insight would be much appreciated. Thanks again, Somil Lamba. Somil, 
Ah, what a great question. I love it. A very unique question. We haven't talked about this too much, although, of course, you're going to hear some of the normal principles that come out here. Okay, so basically, you're asking the question, should we get the woman to try to organize a second date? What is the benefit of getting the woman to organize the second date? Is this something that should be done? Is this a way to be able to tell between a high interest and low interest girl? Okay, so here's my quick answer. So my quick answer is you don't want to do this. You don't want to put them in the position unless they are proactive at doing it, but you don't want to put them in the position of getting them to set up the second date, okay? Remember that the courting process, the process of building attraction is all done through you being a guy who is being dominant, you as a guy being assertive. These are things that women are attracted to. This helps you actually move things forward, but at the same time build attraction because that is what the man does. Not because it's a societal thing. I mean, it is, but beyond that, beyond it being a societal thing, it's more important that you're doing it because this is masculine behavior. This is what women find attractive when men take the lead. So this is called leading, okay? Dominance, aka leading. D, dominance is part of my TED formula. So this is a question about dominance, about you being someone who's leading. They are attracted to that. So you never want to put them in that position. Now, I'll say this much. Here's a little footnote to this, is that if you're dating a girl and you guys have been going on dates, when you're like really dating her, like practically in a relationship, like 10, 15 dates, yes, it would be nice if she would set up the date. In fact, I would be a little wary if she didn't even try to set up one date by the time you're on 10 to 15 to 20 dates. Okay, but at the same time, you're the one who's leading. So if you're trying to know if she's low interest or high interest, you don't need to do this as a test. You don't need the, will she set up the second date as a test? Instead, all you have to do is just set up the date because if she shows up, listen, this is very important here because guys, I think you make it more complicated than you have to. If she shows up on that date, she's interested. It takes a lot for a woman to say, I'm going to get ready, put on makeup, look my best, take time out of my life to go meet this guy for a second time. This is enough interest, her being there and showing up. Now, I want to also dig into that a little bit. I always say that it's not just enough for her to show up on the date. If you are someone who is looking for sex, okay? So barring anyone who's who's religious, and I know there's people who listen to this podcast who are, if you're someone who's looking to have sex and you're okay with sex before marriage, then you wanna be attempting sex or initiating sex. And if she's not reciprocating to your initiation of sex, well, then you're either in the friend zone and this is never, this, these have never been dates, or maybe she's not on the timeline as you are. I tell guys in my coaching program too, I tell them this, I say, when you're dating a woman and she's waiting too long to have sex, but you want to have sex with her, maybe this isn't a match. Guys will kind of just like wait around. Well, maybe that's not the kind of relationship you want. Maybe you're not looking for a girlfriend right now, or maybe you want someone who's going to be at your level sexually. So by the seventh or eighth date, she's still not interested in having sex with you. That's pretty far down the line. You don't have to continue seeing her. And by the way, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Some people might think that that's very... uh very superficial, like, oh, all you care about is sex. Well, no, you don't. Clearly you don't. <laughs> You've been on seven or eight, or eight dates with her, but you're interested in the sexual relationship. And that's what dating is. It's a sexual relationship. If you want a girlfriend, you can go and have a girlfriend and hang out and not have sex with her. That's fine. But when you're building attraction, building a sexual connection with someone, 
It's not just about dates, but having sex. Again, it's up to you, but be honest with yourself. It's, it's up to you. If you're okay with having it be up to 10 dates without having sex, by all means, again, that's your call. But if you're doing that as a way to just try to eventually get her to be with you, well, then you're lying to yourself. Now, I think there's a little bit of a balance there, right? Like, okay, if she doesn't sleep with you on the first or second date, like whatever. But hey, then again, I'll go back on that too. Maybe you're a guy who's like, no, I'm just, I want to have sex with people who are interested fast. So if they're not interested in the first date, uh, then, then I want to be done with them. Okay. That is totally up to you. You could do that. So I know, I, and of course, right, we're going to ask for consent and we're not going to have sex without the woman's permission. All I'm saying is if you are and her are not a match to be at the same pace as that, then you don't have to be hanging out with them anymore. She doesn't have to be the only one dictating this. Of course, again, you're not going to pressure her or do anything inappropriate or illegal, but you can also not see her anymore, and that's totally okay too. All right, so Mel, back to what we're saying here with your question. Again, the idea here is that you don't need to test high or low interest. All you need to do, uh, uh, let me take that back. You don't need to test high or low interest by seeing if she'll set up the second date. Just set up the second date and be good with it. Go to the next question here, Jose. All right, Jose, what do you got for me? Hey, Trip, just wanted to save and listen to the to you for almost two weeks now, and I've been trying to implement your strategy, but haven't been able to due to the nature of my job. I work at Amazon with hundreds of pretty women, but we have to wear masks at work, so I can't get any smiles after making eye contact. Would you recommend approaching women at work, and how should I go about it if it's noisy most of the time? Thanks, Jose. Jose, it sounds like you've been listening to the podcast for only two weeks. And the reason is, is because you know that, uh, or you would know if you listen to the podcast longer, that here in the Trip Advice Brotherhood, we do not talk to women at work. I know that it sounds like a great idea because there's so many pretty women at work and it's so easy to meet them because they're right there for you, but you do not want to meet women at work. A little recap for all those who know this. Remember, Jose, or I should say for the first time, Jose, understand that meeting women at work can cause a lot of drama for you, and it's not worth it. It can cause potential sexual harassment issues, could cause you to get fired, and if not that, if you date a girl or sleep with a girl, and you guys have to work together, and you're working like most people do, anywhere from seven to 10 hours a day, well, now you're gonna be stuck with her, and stuck with drama, and this sucks. You don't wanna be stuck with a woman at work who it's gonna be uncomfortable to go to. That's your job, you're spending a lot of time there. So quick answer, Jose, I know this is not what you wanted to hear. Do not approach women at work. I do not recommend it. For the aforementioned reasons, it is uh, and could be a disaster. So try to meet women outside of work. All right, let's go to the next question. Dom says, hey, Trip, love your podcast and all the great tips. I'll dive right into my question. Recently on a podcast, I heard you say that texting should mainly be used for scheduling meetups for face-to-face -face interaction and not really showing your wit or personality, which I agree with. However, when it comes to online dating, say I match with a girl on Wednesday and we schedule a face-to-face -face meeting for Sunday, how much interaction, text or phone call, and what types of conversations should be happening in the three days leading up to the date? I want to make sure we still have plenty to talk about and things to find out about each other during the date itself, but I also do not want to seem uninterested by not texting at all until the day of the date. Any help or advice on this would be awesome. Look forward to hearing from you and continuing to learn from your podcast. Sincerely, Dom. Dom, uh, another topic I do talk about a lot, okay? So remember this, 
Okay. Yeah, I, I get it. I understand we're all fighting our urges to try to make sure that the girl doesn't flake on us and you set up a date that's a little far away that you might want to be texting them. So here's the thing. You still don't want to do it. Here's the exception. If you end up setting a date far out, which you did not, by the way, it sounds like it was maybe, what, Wednesday to Sunday? I don't know, three or four days, five days the most, right? That's not too much. If it happens to be where you schedule something more than six to seven days, then just go for a FaceTime date until, or I should say, before you set up a real date. So let's say you try to line up your schedules and she's like, I'm not free till, you know, the Thursday after next, which is like seven, eight days. Say, okay, no worries. Why don't we do a FaceTime date and start there, right? You can say that to her because then you kill two birds with one stone. One, if you're not waiting too long, so you don't lose attraction. But then the second thing is you get to do a FaceTime date and that is much easier, quicker, cheaper, and it could be a great way to find out if you even like this girl. Like, what if you find out on the FaceTime, oh, this is a girl I'm not even interested in, glad I didn't waste my time setting up a full date, right? So I would do that. And that's a tip for most guys. If you want to do more FaceTime dates to start, I think that's perfectly appropriate and you can totally do that. I've had clients who have done that, who they're very busy people. They get a lot of matches because we've reworked their profile and made it awesome. So they get all these matches. So then they do more FaceTime dates so they can see if this is someone they actually want to meet up with. Okay, so that's one tip. Now, I know that it sounds like extreme advice and it is, but I still want you, if it's less than you know, five to six days that the date is set. No, you don't text. You don't text. If she's interested, she'll show up. Okay. Now I'm not saying that you ignore her. This is a big, important thing here. If she's texting you, yes, respond. I wouldn't respond so quick and I wouldn't get into large texting conversations. Give her a nice response. I would still do it within the day, but give her some sort of response. So then she knows that you're interested And then still do not try to continue conversation by asking all these questions and instead wait till the date like you want to. You even said this here. You said, I want to make sure we still have plenty to talk about. Good. That's fantastic. I love that mentality. That is the mentality. You want to have lots to talk about. So how do you do that? You don't text. And if she doesn't show up on the date, okay, well, boohoo, she wasn't that interested and whatever. The problem is, is you have more room for error to screw it up to be texting her than not. So we're weighing our options here, okay? Think about this logically. And this, you gotta trust me here. And if you don't, go ahead and and try it out. Again, I had a client who went against my wishes. I told him, listen, do this, which was do not be texting her. Guess what happened? He was texting her, they were texting a bunch, and then he said something that turned her off and then she canceled the date. That happens all the time. So it is going to be more attractive to be a person who is going to not be texting her. Anyway, let's let's weigh the options again. If you text her, you end up having more room for error. If you don't text her, then you're thinking, ah, she might lose interest. But again, there's not going to be anything you're going to say that's going to screw it up. Because there is no right thing to say. And don't listen to any coaches who tell you, oh, send these text messages to build attraction over text. Like, it just doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. So if she wasn't interested, all right, then she's not interested. Then then whatever. Then okay, she cancels the date. But if she's interested enough, then you're going to have an awesome date. If she shows up on that date and you guys didn't text, this girl likes you. And that's awesome. And also, wouldn't it be great? And this is how we think in the abundance terms, right? Abundance mentality. That you were setting up so many dates that 
you were filtering for the ones who were the high level of interest who showed up without you texting them and the ones that weren't that interested who said, oh, he hasn't texted me. Okay, bye. Well, they obviously weren't that interested then. So we're constantly filtering, constantly, constantly filtering for the women who have a high level of interest. And you better believe that that girl will show up. So I want someone to come back to me and tell me, I want to hear actual proof that they have set up so many dates and that all the ones that they've set up where they did not text them, these girls just flaked. I get it. It's going to happen. But you don't know that that would have happened anyways. But anyways, whole thing here is, is that it's not going to happen. Now, again, if you're setting up dates that are longer than six days away, yes, that is, that is a long time. But that's where you do the FaceTime date. And that's where you can fix that problem to then again build attraction and lessen the chances of a flake for the next time you guys set up a date, which hopefully can be closer to the date. Now, maybe you have a FaceTime date and she still can't do a date for another you know, week or 12 days. Okay, well, so be it. Maybe you can do another FaceTime date. Well, set the date and she shows up, she shows up. And if not, not, then she wasn't that interested from the FaceTime. But if you did a FaceTime and you like her and she likes you, she'll show up on that date, even if it's like two weeks away. Again, we're talking about if you set a date after that FaceTime that you do, and it happens to be far away. All right, let's move into one more question here. Hey, Trip, with the help of your advice, I've been getting a good number of matches on Tinder and other apps. Uh, actually, let me interrupt this real quick. I should say, I know we're talking about online dating here. I do have an online dating program that if you guys want to get this, you will get a lot of matches from online. It's called Online Domination. I'll put a link there in the podcast notes as well, and you can get that. It is a program that I've created that has been insane at getting guys results, at getting a lot of matches on all dating apps and sites. And it's a special, basically uh, a system that is very efficient for getting lots of dates tweaking your profile to make it so it is the most attractive that it can be and then using a very special messaging sequence that you just copy and paste to get a lot of matches. Okay, link for that in the show notes if you need more help. All right, hey Trip, with the help of your advice, I've been getting a good number of matches on Tinder and other apps, but a few times when the earliest time we could meet was four to five days away. Okay, we got another one here. I love it. But a few times when the earliest week of me was four to five days away, they've lost interest in that time. I'm keeping in mind that A, you can't build attraction over text. And two, the point of texting is to get them to meet up. So once we have a night set for drinks, my only plan for interaction between that meeting is something like looking forward to tonight, the day of, if that. Should I be saying less, more, or is there just nothing you can do if a girl flakes on you? For whatever it's worth, I'm 37 and mostly talking to women 32 to 45. Okay, so... um. If you, again, I guess we're just diving into this more and that's totally fine. Okay, so this is great. So this person is seeing that they are getting a lot of matches and they are setting drinks, but there's a lot of flakes. I'd like to hear what those numbers are because what I'm guessing is if a woman is flaking on you, not guessing, this is this is truth. If a woman is flaking on you, it is a you know 2% chance that it's from texting. You're gonna hear from women by the way, which goes completely against my advice. You're going to hear from women, oh no, you better be texting. If the, if, if the guy's not texting me, I'm assuming he's not interested, blah, 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 blah. No, listen, the reason why they're not really interested is because they're not interested in that guy because the profile to them was something that was not that interesting. The profile was just okay and they're kind of just going with it. So my advice to you is fix your profile. You want women to actually stick with these dates it's not going to be texting. By the way, I should 
isn't this good news? Like, don't guys want to hear this? I would imagine guys would want to hear permission to not sit there and text all day. This is not sustainable. It's not a sustainable lifestyle to be sitting there and texting. And you know what happens? You know what happens? You end up then setting the precedent to that girl that you're a texter and that you're texting all the time. And then when you start dating, you have to text all the time. And this is a waste of your time. You should be doing other things and it's going to make you look needy. Basically, you're setting yourself up for disaster from the very beginning if you're a big texter because it's going to eventually, high chances of blowing up in your face and you're going to be saying something wrong over text, showing neediness, whatever it is. It's no good. So I'm imagining here, anonymous, that you are either A, your, your profile is not as good as it could be, or really it's just one thing. Your profile is not as good as it could be, so you're getting a lot of low-interest women to agree. That's what's happening, hands down. There is no way that all these women, and I wonder how many there are, sometimes people think that they're matching a lot and setting up a lot of dates, and the, and the number is like three, you know? So I wonder if this is like 20. But again, I couldn't imagine. There's no way that you've had 20 dates set up all of them, you know, a reasonable amount away, which you're saying is four to five days away, and all of them flaked. Girls flake anyway, by the way. There will be a girl who you'll text, and let's say you send the perfect text, she'll still flake. She'll still flake if she has low interest in you. Do you see what I'm saying here? I hope I'm proving my point. She'll still flake on you if she has low interest. So let's imagine there's a girl, you match with her, you set up a date, and you're thinking, all right, Got to text her because the date's like three to four to five days away. Got to text her to build attraction. If she has low interest, nothing you can text is going to get her to meet up with you. Very, 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 very rare. So I would say for you, you need to fix your profile. I wonder what's going on there. It's great that you get a good number of matches, but something's going on in your profile that's not keeping women too interested. Or, and or, it's the messaging. I wonder what you're saying on there. I wonder what kind of messages you're sending and then what kind of message subconsciously that you're sending to them through your messages. So you could have the wrong system and structure. As you can see, gentlemen, I, I fight tooth and nail on this one. We don't want to set the president. We don't want to be a texter. You want to be going on lots of dates. We want to filter harder and we want to get you to have the best profile possible. This was a great episode. Guys, if you need help with online dating, check out my online domination course, the link is in the show notes. If you want coaching and you want me to specifically help you with online dating and approaching, we do it all here. Go to coachedbytrip.com. And if you have any interest in the other courses I talked about in my book, all links in the show notes. Thank you for emailing in. If you have a question, trip at tripadvice.com. Send in your question, put in the subject line podcast question, and I'm happy to answer it for you. Thanks everyone for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.